Welcome to the Weather Guru Podcast for October 30th, 2022 on this Sunday edition as we head into the last weekend of October in the lower 48. Many people are celebrating the Halloween and other things are going on as well. But we would like to take a look at the national picture of weather and then we're going to look at the more local and then the tropical weather as well. First of all, the national picture shows that we have a low-pressure center centered over the mid-Mississippi River Valley and the Tennessee Valley that's providing showers, heavy showers. It brought some tornadoes yesterday to the coastland of Pascagoula, Mississippi, down towards the I-10 corridor into Louisiana, southern Louisiana, southeast Louisiana, um, east of New Orleans. There was four tornado reports in Mississippi, um, a couple of EF-1s, preliminary EF-1s and stuff of that nature, EF-2s. Um, but there were four tornado reports at one time in the state of Mississippi. National Weather Service will confirm the strength of the tornadoes later on tomorrow and this weekend. But we know that there were four tornado warning storms out there. As a result of these boundary collisions that are going on, we had this cold front that's advancing, the warm sector, and then we're in there. And that's where we had that turning of winds at different heights or that wind shear and instability, that lift that created those storms there. So right now we're looking at nationally quiet in the southwest uh, quiet as well in the northeast and the mid-Atlantic in the southeast, but some showers extending from Mobile up through Birmingham, Alabama, Huntsville, Nashville, uh, just exiting Memphis, Tennessee, and up through Owensboro, Kentucky, and Louisville, Kentucky, into Indianapolis. These storms will continue to advance eastward as the low continues to head into the Ohio Valley tonight. And later on in Monday, some showers are possible in the mid-Atlantic region from Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, up through Boston as Monday continues into Tuesday. Right now, we're also looking at clear skies in the nation's heartland from Dallas-Fort Worth through Oklahoma City up the I-35 corridor through Omaha, Nebraska, and the Dakotas. Also, Minnesota looking very nice as well. In the Pacific Northwest, we do have some showers coming into Seattle, Portland, Bremerton, Tacoma, down through Bainbridge Island, across the, um, the Puget Sound there and across the mountains. Some heavy rain and some heavy mountain snow will be available coming up in Sunday night, Monday night. So chains will be required in some of the passes as that system makes its way in later on Monday afternoon. So that's what's going on nationally. We have the National Weather Service hazards. Not much hazards today, just a few uh, high wind warnings in the big sky country of Montana. So if you're in Cut Bank, Harvey, Montana, up through some of the big Indian reservations there, there is high wind warnings there. If you're coming across I-90 there across there, making your way toward the rest coast, there is some warnings there in effect for that. But all in all, not a bad forecast for this Halloween. We also have some storms courtesy of the National Hurricane Center, some areas of interest. We have one area in the Caribbean that's given a 70% chance of formation in 48 hours. In five days, it's given an 80% chance. It's very high that this will be become a depression as this system continues to move west-northwest through the Caribbean basin. It is possible. We know that hurricane season doesn't end until November 30th. We're exactly one month out from the hurricane season ending and so it's not surprising that we will get a system another system in the Caribbean because we tend to look closer to home the Cape Verde hurricanes that come off the African coastline are shutting down now um, and we're moving now closer to home and climatologically speaking we look at the Gulf of Mexico uh, just east of Bahamas closer to the Atlantic shoreline on the east coast and we also look in the northwest Caribbean Sea for development and this is exactly what we're seeing here there is another interest um, area of interest the western Atlantic about 100 miles northeast of Bermuda here the Bermuda Islands 
in the Atlantic Ocean, but it's just the upper level winds are not favorable, um, and so it's going to interact and merge with the frontal zone, kind of phase out there, and it's only giving a 10% chance in five in five days before the hours. So it's going to phase out and merge out there, so it's not going to be an uh, impact to Bermuda. It may bring some beneficial rain showers to Bermuda. As you know, they don't have wells. They have roof collectors on the roof like most islands do. They collect the water on the limestone roofs into tanks, and so this water here hopefully will bring another inch or maybe an inch and a half to the Bermuda Islands if it's close enough um, to help their water situation there in the drought. Um, now, this uh, disturbance here in the Caribbean will continue to monitor this. Heavy rainfall is already falling in the Hispaniola from Haiti to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. They're experiencing heavy rains there, and so we're going to watch out for the flooding in those hillsides and the hill, upper elevations, higher elevations of Hispaniola, and as well as the inland hills of Puerto Rico that average about 4,500 feet in elevation or higher there, and El Junque and all this rainforest. So we have to watch out for the rainforest, uh, for the flooding, flash flooding in those areas as this system, broad area of low pressure continues to move westward and becomes better organized and better defined. So it's possible that by Monday night or Tuesday morning we could be looking at a depression or invest system um, as it continues to strengthen and get better organized. And the center of circulation, if it could stay south of the island, south of Jamaica, without impacting any um, islands there, uh, land interaction is possible that it could strengthen into a tropical storm later in the forecasting period, but it's too early to tell right now. Hurricane hunters will be investigating the system this morning, Sunday, and later on. And, you know, regardless of that, heavy rainfall is the main threat for this system as it continues, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, this is what we have going on here. Um, later on in the forecast period here, I'm going to play the GFS model here just to show you later on in the forecast period here what we have. We have that showers exiting. High pressure becomes to dominate again. A tranquil, quiet uh, weather pattern, but some snow does come into the Rockies for you ski lovers in Colorado and Denver. And as you can see, closer toward the uh, into the first week and second week of November, there's some more showers and pulses and impulses that come in. But we're looking more of a zonal flow, as you can see here, west to east flow. The jet stream doesn't take one of those big dips. It's more of a ridge in the west and the trough in the east. But that the zone, the jet stream lifts north as we get to the first and second week of November, and that creates kind of a moderating flow for the southeast and northeast, meaning more warmer in the Midwest, creating more warmer temperatures than what we're used to seeing for November, the beginning of November. And also speaking of fall foliage, check it out. It's getting peak and past peak for a lot of places in the Mid-Atlantic and also the Northeast and also the Southeast. That's why South is North Carolina um, as well. So you want to be looking at that too as well in the next two weeks here if you're big on the fall foliage in the East Coast at least as well as that. Um, and so that is pretty much it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for today's forecast. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next episode. Thank you.